Boone School Superintendent Julie Trappa, our guest on our program today. Good to have you here. Thanks. Good to be here. Well, another school board meeting out of the way. See, I said yeah. last time, graduation, you go, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, we, uh, time flies when you're having uh, fun. Yeah, well, last regular meeting, mm-hmm. I emphasize that for all of our school districts, last regular meeting of the school year That's this right. week, may have a special meeting coming in sometime, you never know, but mm-hmm. at least right now, uh, winding down the school year. So, Yeah, I can't believe it. it has gone so fast. All right, we've got, uh, did our list of graduates. We did. They had uh, pretty good numbers and yeah. had big numbers coming in. I mean, some of the yeah. pre-enrollment things. Yeah. You're looking good. It is looking good. We have uh, incoming freshmen, is they're at higher levels than our outgoing. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, we like that. Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, but uh, what, we about 145? We had 145 with yeah. the diploma, and then we had probably about 20 with the Boone Basic. So Okay, and that, they are mostly futures? Are they? Mostly. Yeah. So Not all. But, not mm-hmm. all of them, but uh, mm-hmm. so uh, again, they'll all be participating. And right now... Our plan is outside. Plan is outside. However, we <laughs> DMAC has agreed to house us if rain would want to take over. If so, Mother Nature doesn't cooperate. Exactly. And we'll announce that if that were to be the case. Okay. But yeah, we'll be outside again for the third year in a row. So, okay. well, your field. <clears throat> yeah, but it's good to have everybody be able to get closer together. Too. It is. I mean, this is that's the big thing mm-hmm. that we've got going on. Yeah, gap picture allows everyone to come, and that's that's one of the benefits is be, of being outside. Well, we did have a lot of uh, things that came up. I'll start right out and ask you about the about the book. Some people came to complain mm-hmm. about some of the materials that were mm-hmm. being proposed for uh, a class coming up. It's mm-hmm. not a new class, not nope. a new program. The district does it's nope. uh, uh, early. It's for early childhood. It's mm-hmm. about sexual abuse, uh, mm-hmm. uh, sexual assault, and those sorts of things. <laughs> We used to call it Happy Bear or have Happy that's Bears. That's correct. That was, that's what it used to be called. And it's a sexual assault prevention program that's been around for ages. And I believe it was last Thursday that our counselor sent out a, a letter to families just letting them see the lesson plan, all the materials, um, because we do believe strongly in transparency and partnering with our families. And after that went out, we heard from um, parents just like last night on both sides of the issue and uh, with regard to one particular um, book that was in the materials and made the decision to not use that book because we certainly would not want to use something that not everyone wanted um, to have in, in the curriculum. And so... It was pulled, and we are going to continue with the program, but with the materials minus the book that yeah. was mentioned last that, night. That was brought up. So, mm-hmm. uh, And those are the kinds of things you've done. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. do this. Uh, this Mm-mm. is basically some not really a new thing. It's new not thing. new at all. No. No, we and it's really about empowering uh, our children to know that it's okay to tell if something mm-hmm. inappropriate happens. And how to go about doing that and how to self-advocate for themselves because they need to know that they're adults there to help protect them. And that's what the whole message is about. So yeah. we've had that uh, a long time in the district. We have had it a long time. So Absolutely. That uh, will be a 
that's coming up for them anyway. Wow. But uh, the and materials. And a new letter went out. A new letter okay. went out to all all of the um, families at Page and Lincoln. Um, again, sharing all of the materials that will be used. I mm-hmm. encourage all of the families to click on every link and look at the materials in their entirety for their review and and feel comfortable with um, what is going to be presented. And like anything else, when we present something, and if they do not want their child to um, participate, they have the right to not have their child participate. Mm-hmm. And that's always been the case. So. Nothing mm-hmm. new there. Nope. So, well, again, that's uh, just one of the many things that came up last night. Yes. We did have we had so many. You had a lot of different things coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go. I can just go right in order, but I don't want to. That's so, fine. <laughs> summer school. Uh, yes. And again, uh, made some adjustments mm-hmm. as we came out of pandemic and mm-hmm. uh, got set. Uh, we've been very successful uh, and, and actually have seen some uh, pretty good results from mm-hmm. the kinds of uh, programming we do. We do the uh, credit recovery mm-hmm. and then we get that transition mm-hmm. uh, for those students that needed yeah. coming uh, uh, into ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And with that big group, I'm guessing you yes. probably have a few that might want have a little bit. I hope so. We, we really like the 8.5 program. It is an opportunity for students to get familiar with the building, get familiar with an adult, the, and, and have a trusted adult when they enter into the next school year. And, and they go through um, different programs to help ensure they're successful when they are at the high school. Mm-hmm. So excited about that returning so after we, the pandemic. We've yeah. got that. And mm-hmm. uh, again, for, home, uh, for uh, futures, we got a, mm-hmm. l- a little bit there. Yeah. And then the special ed, and I know this one, this one's really, I th- find this very interesting. Start kind of in the middle of the year with uh, mm-hmm. some of the students mm-hmm. uh, that wish to be a participant in this, kind of take them up almost to the start of the school year. Mm-hmm. And it basically gets them started a few weeks early, kind of gets them more comfortable in their setting. Yeah, and, and really ESY is um, the terminology that we use for that summer programming for our students with um, special education needs. Um, and they need to qualify through the IEP process, but when they do, it's really meant to help them maintain those skills to avoid the kind of learning loss that can occur over the long uh, summer. So it's really to give them the maintenance of the skills that they've had in their goal areas and, and again, give them a good start to the school year. So um, one thing that we're really hoping is for our families to commit fully to that um, because to be able to maintain that, we need to make sure that they're there for the entirety. So. That's the challenge is it's fairly mm-hmm. lengthy, so that does tie down families quite a bit to mm-hmm. have their children attend. I, and for someone who was, do, did special education, yeah. it, this is one of those, uh, you and uh, Dr. Nystrom, and I know you, mm-hmm. get, you guys talk about things like this. This is important for, uh, again, especially mm-hmm. uh, those that are receiving that kind of assistance. It's absolutely important for them because without that, then they spend the whole first quarter trying to kind of get back to where they were in May and, yeah. and lose opportunities. So we don't want that to happen for our students. So that's why ESY exists, and that's why we have that in our summer school programming. Summer school programming is available once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I remember the way some of it was done a couple of years ago. It was like trying to get everybody in there, and uh, it was getting expensive. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's not um, what what was proposed was mainly high school. Yeah, um, but I think. What we're excited about are the opportunities, not just for remediation, yeah. but the acceleration too. Um, having some opportunities for our students that um, are exceeding the expectations and giving them some opportunities potentially also. So that was also presented by Mr. Bailey yeah. from the high school. 
Well, we uh, that's going to keep going on. One of the other things that uh, you're working on is uh, a shared mental health yes. position, and this would be at elementary. You've mm-hmm. gotten some assistance out of uh, YSS in this mm-hmm. particular area, but mm-hmm. uh, now all of a sudden you're you're short a therapist. Yeah, we're shorter therapist. YSS is like all of us as employers. Um, it's hard to. Um, sometimes you lose your staff, and it's hard to gain staff back. And this was a portion of our free. Um, the free component that YSS had provided us. And so we went without any services in our early childhood for um, mental health um, therapy. And so Pam Dodge from Ogden uh, and I have worked together to come up with a shared position for mental health therapists so that both of our districts can um, help benefit our students and our families in that capacity. But this one would in Boone would be focused on the early childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, again, this would be uh Kind of a shared arrangement, and mm-hmm. you, but by sharing positions like this, the state likes that when you state do that. State likes that and rewards us with some funds to help ensure mm-hmm. that that actually occurs. So it's worth two students. That's how we describe it, um, the funding that the state gives for mm-hmm. two students, and both Ogden and Boone would receive that. So another great opportunity that we've had partnering with local districts in mm-hmm. our area. Now, one of the challenges, because all districts have talked about mental health issues mm-hmm. and concerns, this uh, will we start seeing more of this districts having their own therapist i mean i know I you've got you guidance counselors and mm-hmm. stuff like that but this is going to be a collaborative effort and it will involve staff it will in- involve staff and i do think you're going to see this expanding um the board asked me that question last night is you know are we anticipating needing more than this i think they recognize the need in our district and were concerned that we only had this one position and and i think I made it clear that I, I am anticipating coming back to the board with further needs um, from the district perspective. And by having um, this as a position in our district, there are some benefits in that it eliminates insurance pieces for our families. Um, they become a member of our staff that l- helps us collaborate more with those mental health therapists. And uh, from the mental health therapist point of view, they also can be part of Vipers too. So that's a benefit to anyone who might be interested in position for anyone listening and looking for a position. <laughs> so, and this is one that, yes, you are going to have to go out and find. We're going to have to go out and find someone. So, so anyone with, with the LISW degree um, and certification, please uh, be watching for that posting. Uh, and uh, probably going to see more. I'm guessing we're not the only district. Yeah, no, there are some other right. districts that have done this. It's not been real widespread, but I do anticipate it continuing to to increase in in number and size. We did, because uh, before we started, we talked a little bit about this, but those are one of the issues that even before the pandemic, mm-hmm. districts were seeing uh, having issues, uh, mental health-related uh, issues, especially mm-hmm. for young people, mm-hmm. and uh, where you try to help them early on. Yeah, this has been, it definitely was an issue before the pandemic, and the pandemic just really um, exacerbated the problem. And uh, the need is so much greater than even prior to the pandemic. And actually, when I interviewed with the district, that had a a large number of the questions that were asked of me was, were around how would I help support mental health in our district? So um, definitely something that we were looking at prior to the pandemic, and now after, even more so. So, well, it's uh, look forward mm-hmm. to it going forward and yeah. just seeing what happens as yes. we go. Because I know you've had you, some of your other administrators for other buildings are going, me too, me too. You know, so <laughs> yes, they all like to do that. Uh, 
Let's talk about social-emotional learning. Yes. This is something uh, Dr. Jill Janes uh, gave a presentation to. Uh, you're going to be, the board did approve going ahead with this. Mm-hmm. So what are we looking at here? This is an opportunity mm-hmm. to what? Uh, work with staff. Well, yeah, it's an, uh, an opportunity for our staff to take on some leadership roles and, and investigate how we might be able to incorporate some of those um, self-advocacy skills when we talk at, We've been talking a lot about Portrait of a Graduate in our district, mm-hmm. and, and our community has said, you know, gosh, that personal responsibility that we really need, that personal accountability, self-awareness, um, a lot of things that we talked about in Portrait of a Graduate are what social-emotional learning is all about. So this is a committee to kind of explore what do we need to be doing, how can we go about doing that, and what kind of resources do we want. And so nothing has been decided at all. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just the process that we take to explore that. And okay. it will be tied very closely in with our Portrait of a Graduate and what the community said we wanted. Mm-hmm. They identified, what, five points you said you were talking um, about? So yeah. CASEL has five areas in social-emotional mm-hmm. learning. So I'm not going to be able to recite all of them, but self-awareness but, and social awareness, sure. yeah. So it has several categories that just encompass, again, um, how to be life-ready, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And the pandemic hurt us in that capacity. Some of those um, self-advocacy skills, I mean, we were all in our homes and didn't really have to do any of that. And so – we are seeing a greater need for it than we did prior to the pandemic, too. So it just, it's just very nice to have the things that our community is saying, gosh, we're seeing this need, mm-hmm. and for us to see the same thing in the school and to work together to come up with a process to explore that more. Kind of as we uh, work mm-hmm. together on creating mm-hmm. and doing edge and stuff like that, the yes. collaborative learning, collaborative mm-hmm. uh, things. This, work this is just another, <laughs> another. This is just another one of those mm-hmm. uh, aspects of tying it all together to have a well-rounded graduate. To have a well-rounded graduate, something that our edge students talk a lot about is just how they learn all the different communication skills, whether it be how to write a professional email versus the texting versus a professional resume. I mean, those are some of those self-advocacy skills that you develop in social most learning too, and and to build self-confidence. So. Those are all pieces that go into, yeah, creating a well-rounded student. We did have the Memorandum of Understanding with IJAG. Again, this ties into a lot of those same programs that we've done. Uh, And uh, Boone District has been very successful in using it. That's a... It's kind of an understatement almost. It, it You've really been extremely is. successful. Extremely successful, and it's really something that um, both IJ and Boone were quite proud of. IJ recently announced that Boone IJ graduates actually performed 22% better than other IJ programs as far as um, placement after that first year post-secondary. And so um, just extremely successful. And we believe in Boone that it's also because we have integrated IJAG into EDGE and have provided um, not only the IJAG opportunities to those students, but also other opportunities through our work-based learning within the district. And other districts do, do come, uh, they come, come, they come uh, to see, you know, how do you do this and how can we do this in our district? And that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. how... 
Success yes. spreads. And yeah. I, I believe Jeremy brought up the fact that we have talked about expanding IJ. Again, that is not off the table. It's just we have learned from our initial um, IJ implementation mm-hmm. the components that are necessary to make sure it's successful when we do expand. So we're in, in the process of getting those components in place so that we can expand it to ninth grade and then eventually to middle school is our goal. And so for listeners, they'll say, what's IJ? Yeah, Iowa Jobs for something growth. But <laughs> essentially, it's, it is about a, preparing students for the post-secondary yeah. endeavors and, and making sure they're ready to go into the workplace and be successful and become successful citizens in our in our area. So um, it, it was the program that existed prior to what – we would call yeah. edge yeah. essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, what's what was here, and then we mm-hmm. did edge to enhance and expand, and then mm-hmm. uh, it's still out there. A lot of districts use it. Uh, a lot of it, districts. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a feeder for our. It, it's a feeder for ours uh, edge yeah. program, and it's IJEG because it's Iowa um, yep. JEG, and so JEG uh, exists across the nation. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's just every state has their own. Um, format so uh they're continuing with that we are going to have a foreign exchange student we are i even saw online they said yes we do live in the district yes <laughs> and so yes. we know that was the one mm-hmm. question the board had mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh and again there's um, mm-hmm. guidelines that the board has in place for uh, foreign yeah. exchange students because mm-hmm. sometimes they show we get all of a sudden applications mm-hmm. a little late in the in the mm-hmm. process. Yeah, I, evidently, um, prior to my arrival, there had been some um, issues that had arisen, and I appreciate that we want to make this as smooth a transition as possible for our foreign exchange student. It's, en- it's enough to be in a foreign country, right? <laughs> we don't need to make it more difficult. So excited. Um, the student will be coming from the Netherlands, and um, excited to have that program starting back up after the pandemic as well. Well, we do have, yeah, that's true. That's, mm-hmm. that it stopped took, during the pandemic. Everything. <laughs> yeah. and, and when they have a successful uh, time, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. word spreads. Absolutely. They go back to does. their country and say, I yes. was there. Yeah. yeah, Iowa is not flyover country. <laughs> it is not. Uh, some of the things coming up for the next school year, uh, bids received. you got mm-hmm. some whiteboards going in Franklin. This is part of a, uh, when people wonder about uh, putting in technology mm-hmm. in some of the buildings. Uh, Levi's got a pretty well-rounded mm-hmm. uh, schedule on how he's going to go building to building and upgrade and continue yes. to uh, – because technology changes fast. That it came. does. It does change fast. And really what um, Levi was talking about last night, if anyone's at, been at the public library and they have what looks to be a big TV screen, it's basically an interactive board, but it it's also a TV screen. Mm-hmm. It can be, I guess. Um so that's really the technology that we've moved away from smart boards and Promethean boards in, into this technology. And that's what Levi was talking about last night, um, putting into Franklin this next year and not fully, you know, it's going to take several sure. rounds because yep. it's a fairly expensive endeavor. Um, but he does have a process to make sure that this technology goes throughout the district. And then we start over once he gets done with one round. <laughs> update update yeah. each building. Starting at Franklin. That'll Starting be the at next Franklin, round. yep. Let's talk a little bit about our building. Yes. Uh, so, um, again, I had to explain to someone that <laughs> m- futures and homeschool assistants going in on West 8th Street. Yes. Uh, it, it's slow but sure. They'll It is on. slowly but surely, and, and it's um, it will have a half gym in addition to, so that'll be another space that our community can use for rental that mm-hmm. um, they currently use our facilities for as well. 
and that is going on Eighth Street. Um, the road is open now, <laughs> so we apologize. Well, it was a little rain. Well, the rain delayed some things, but we need to get our <laughs> our sewer and and all of the water pieces put in, and and so the um, parking lot's going to go in. We will have a time frame where where it will kind of sit while we wait for the steel. Mm-hmm. Um, the steel will be coming in in December, so the. The building itself will open uh, essentially at the same time as the elementary school okay. in fall of 23. Okay. So, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll mean, yes, we'll get all of that happening. So, yes. Anyway, that that's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Gymnasium, let's talk. And, yeah. And I noticed that uh, we said, well, we're going to not be uh, meeting in this side of the building. <laughs> we're going over here in the summertime. Mm-hmm. But uh, And again, a lot of that's because of the HVAC, which basically mm-hmm. – uh, is getting going, but uh, when they really get into it, it's they, yeah. you got to have to. We've got a large building there, so we're going to um, decrease the amount of space we need to air condition while they're putting in the new HVAC system. Because in addition to the gym, gym remodel, we have the HVAC happening yeah. at the same time. So yes, there will be air conditioning in the gym. We're very excited about that, and the basement. So are the teachers in the basement. Yeah. Um, but that's something. Yeah, it will affect our air conditioning within the building in the summer. But the gym remodel is plugging along. We literally raised the roof. That's my favorite part of our project. The bulkhead is gone, and it is raised up. Our roof is in, and um, they've started putting the windows in because we will have natural light coming into the gym. Some. Uh, I believe we have eight on each side yeah. um, windows that are going in. So are they They feeling they're pretty well on schedule? They, yes. And I'm not allowed to say out loud what they think their end date is because, okay. because they said, they told me when I got excited, they were like, it's fluid, Julie. Yeah. Don't, don't get, it will be done when school starts. That's what I, what I need to share. That's, that's um, <laughs> yes. All Ryan's concerned about is volleyball. That's right. I and know. And will it be air conditioned? So, <laughs> It'll be air conditioned. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. Again, yes, yeah, some people thought it was just gym floor work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But if you look in there, it's we could store a lot of grain in there, I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah, there are no bleachers in there. It is completely gutted. And for a while before the roof was completed, it was raining inside. So yeah. um, we're happy to have the roof on and we're ready to do some of the inside work now. Now, out at the uh, early childhood, uh, again, rain slows Mm -hmm. down, Mm -hmm. dirt work and things like that. Putting uh, in the drain tile is the the first one. And then I believe on the 16th, I think we have footings going in. So progress on that. But, yeah, the rain does delay us a little bit. And and there was a lot of rain, so it was kind of a lake. So, yeah, I let things dry out a little bit. But, yeah, progress, and it has not – you know, altered our, our opening date at this point. Everything's uh, looking pretty good. They put that in the schedule. They realize that they are in Iowa and the weather can affect us. It does happen. It does. So uh, that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to jump back to the insurance part because sure. we did get that. And mm-hmm. that's part of it. The new buildings mm-hmm. were getting added into your insurance. Mm-hmm. Your premium went up a little. It did okay, go it went, up. It went up a chunk. It but. did. The good news with that, though, is it comes out of a different fund, (laughs) and that would be our management fund, and our management fund is fine, So, um, and we knew that that would happen because we still have to have our old buildings insured, but we also have to insure the new buildings going in, so... um, we're yeah. in that time frame where we have to cover a lot, got of, a little a lot of things. Yeah, so it'll be okay. Still get inquiries about, uh, so what do you do when the buildings are, w- when you're done and move into these other buildings? Mm-hmm. What's going to... I'm yeah, pretty so sure our, you've been approached uh, yeah. about who might be interested in purchasing property. Yeah, and, and the plan is to sell both properties. So 
Um, nothing has been completely decided yet, but our plan is to sell both properties. So we got to preserve what we got until we get there. Exactly. Until we're in those buildings, which, which keeps Brian <laughs> on his toes. Doesn't That's it? right. That's right. We do that. Uh, graduation coming up mm-hmm. and otherwise then, uh, next board yeah. meeting will be in June. In June. Yeah. Summertime. Summertime. Oh, right into the end of the fiscal year. Yes, so. yes. And our board meetings in the library will still be air-conditioned. So <laughs> that's that's we'll a part of the building that will remain air-conditioned. So And, and you mm-hmm. can always follow along mm-hmm. on the online. Uh, online. Mm-hmm. And I will say the new thing is you've gone to a different uh, document uh, yeah. for, for those that haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. I've mm-hmm. seen it with other districts. Uh, mm-hmm. Boone just... Transitioned mm-hmm. from board docs. Yeah, we transitioned from board docs into assembly is what it's called. Yep. And it actually provides you with lots of um, opportunities to access, I believe, more easily into like our board policies, the minutes. Um, pretty easy to follow along, I think. And so that's on the website. You can access mm-hmm. the um, We'll be, we have the link on that site. Yep. So a- you don't have to go to all these different places to find how to to join us now it's all in kind of a one-stop shop so, so hopefully that makes it easier it, for people it'll be a new experience if you haven't been through there before it is uh, fortunately it is. i looked at it and i said yeah. i've seen this you have seen and this said, it's in a lot of school don't, districts don't worry madrid's switching too are <laughs> they, they? they they i mean that was on their agenda last night so they, they <laughs> yeah I know they were talking i kind of feel it. late to the game honestly yeah. there are a lot of districts that have already had simply for a while i believe united has had it yeah. and yeah. others it so. works well again mm-hmm. uh, especially because uh, uh, when you're doing things uh, cloud-based sharing mm-hmm. type stuff it makes it easy it very works easy very well for the sharing the documents there's a lot that goes into putting it together a board agenda and so it just allows for the sharing the documents a little bit easier than board docs did and it will also be able to house my evaluation and things like that so, as well so um yeah. way we go yeah all right uh, again that's uh well, some of the things from the meeting last night. Again, yeah. there was a lot uh, that happened, and people mm-hmm. can always go online. Absolutely. Because uh, Boone TV YouTube mm-hmm. does have that, and yep. it's recorded. You can go it back is. and watch it. Anytime. You can go watch all year if you want, <laughs> if you want to get caught up. So, Thanks so much for coming and joining us today. Yep, thanks.